You're listening to the Wanderlust Swingers Podcast with Aussie hosts Kate and Daryl. If you're curious about exploring your sexuality or the swinging, hot wifing and non-monogamous lifestyle, you've definitely come to the right podcast. Or maybe you just love travel adventures. Either way, we share our personal, sometimes juicy, sexy stories as well as swingers club and event reviews, interviews with other sassy people and of course our global swinging adventures. We try to bring you a look into the diverse lifestyle that the swinging and non-monogamous community has. We hope you enjoy. Now let's get into the episode. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Wanderlust Swingers. I'm sitting here with Jay and Angie from Average Swingers. How are you guys going? Good. How are you? Doing all right. I mean, you know, we've been talking to us all day. Why does it sound like, you know, you just started talking to us? <laughs> oh. Been here for five fucking weeks. Right? I think it's like four, but. Okay. Uh, no, 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 no. By the time you leave, it'll be over a month. Okay. Well, we're going to get to that. So today we're going to be talking about the difference between bisexual and um, I wrote pandemic in my notes, but I mean pansexual. <laughs> Not even joking. I wrote so, bisexual versus pandemic. It's a new superhero thing. Um, yes, it did. So we're going to be talking about that question. Uh, we're going to be talking about coming down post swinging, what that means. But first, I want to start you guys off with a cultural tidbit for Texas. I have two. Okay. I want to know if you guys have heard these before. Okay. In Texas, under the obscene device law, you cannot have more than six dildos in your possession. Yeah, I thought I you have were, heard that, but I, I don't you were, go. But you weren't allowed to sell dildos in Texas at all. That's why they're all labeled novelty. I know that uh, Mickey said it's it's to get by the whatever things, but uh, I talked a couple of store owners here, and they just to sell dildos, they have to label novel, novelty. Novelty, yeah. But also, I did hear to own, you can only own six. Like, yeah. Yeah. For the amount of swingers we have, this state is very backwards about sex. <laughs> well, that's the whole of Texas, and um, this is this is where I do a uh, a plug for our for good friends CasualToys.com. So if you do want dildos and you want to own more than six, um, head over to CasualToys.com. You can find yourself a dildo. Okay, I have a second cultural tidbit. Okay. Did you know that in San Antonio, Texas, flirting with one's eyes and or hands is illegal? That I did not know. That's in San Antonio. Uh, that is that a Texas. Law or San Antonio. A, but is it a is it a Texas state law or it's is it a city, a city ordinance? City. Okay. So yeah, we don't live in San Antonio, so we wouldn't have known that. That's uh, clearly from the Alamo. You think? Yeah, because they were flirting with the uh, the Mexican army before they slaughtered them. <gasps> oh, yeah. so it's like pre Lento War. What the hell? I, I don't know. I'm oh, just okay. making shit up. Oh, okay. Well, here's the thing, though. If you can't flirt with one's eyes or hands, how how the fuck else do you flirt? Dance moves. Speak. So let's hit a couple of the topics, and then we're going to talk about some unicorn travel around Dallas So and Texas in general, actually. If you guys are curious about what happens in Texas, let me tell you, I have cowgirl boots. I know what goes on in Texas. Hello, first news. I got some news for everybody. I got my depot needle, right? Thank you, CVS Minute Clinic. Yes. Right, well done. And uh, and I got uh, vaccinated. So I'm vaxxed and waxed and ready to party in the summer. You got waxed? No. I didn't get waxed. He said the same thing, and I was like, I'm shaved, but, you know, from the it's PCAP group. It's not the same group. thing, because I've never been waxed down there. But from the PCAP group? Yes, I, I understand what you're saying. Vax- she's, she's very I'm literal. literal vaxed and though. shaved just doesn't seem to have the same. But you're vaxed and vaxed, because right now yeah. you have an antibiotic, and you've been vaccinated, and you have a depot, so... We're just like hooking you up over here. I know. I have the depot needle. She wouldn't give me a second to take home back to Croatia. Though. Yeah, what do you call it? Sparesies? Sparesies, yeah. yeah I was a bit pissed even about she that. was like, what does that mean? The <laughs> did, doctor. Did you go out with her? No, but she was like, the doctor was like, uh huh. <laughs> yeah. She's like, give me sparesies. She's like, uh. It's like getting a roadie, but. You got to talk to Ronnie. It's a needle. It's a needle. So no, I saw this thing the other day and it was a meme and it said, this lady on the plane said, vaxxed and wax, baby. I'm ready for some action on this trip and that should be everybody's vibe this summer. So now I feel I should go. Wax my vagina. You've never done it before. You probably ended with a bunch of freaking ingrown hairs. Don't do that. Okay. Okay. Not doing it. Not 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 waxing. The new bisexual versus pandemic comic is coming out soon. Um, it's not pandemic. I know. Bisexual oh, versus. Hang on. Oh, I get it. That's never what mind. she wrote. I love you. She uh, said the comic was coming soon. What would the the bisexuals do against? They would stay locked up at home and do well nothing. What what the rest of us did for the last fucking year. All right, so bisexual versus pansexual. So, Angie, do you want to tell everybody how this question actually came about? Yeah, like, we went to get Kate's it? hair fixed. Fixed? Bitch? Fixed. No, well, <laughs> I, you said my hair My hair is jacked up because you 
had it done in Singapore and then you had it done in Croatia and you felt like it, they didn't do it correctly. And then I was like, I have a hair chick. She's in the lifestyle and she does really good and she does really good. And so, and you wanted some purple, whatever. I don't even know what they call ringlets in your hair. Anyway, so we get there and she said, I have a question that she had in the LOL group on our Facebook group, our Ladies of Lifestyle Facebook group. She said, I asked this question in there and I want to get your guys' opinion. So she said, what is the difference between bisexual and pansexual? And we were sitting there and I was like, that's a good bloody question because are they so interchangeable? But I'm going to read you the definitions just because I want to lay some, you know, Ground. Knowledge. Knowledge. Drop yeah, some knowledge. Drop some knowledge on you guys. So what's the difference between pansexual, bisexuality, and polysexuality? Bisexuality at its core is the attraction to two or more genders, whereas pansexuality is the attraction to all genders, regardless of the gender. Seems like the same thing a little bit, doesn't it? It does, actually. I, I think it's... <laughs> I think it really comes down to how you interpret these things and what classifications you put on genders, right? Because that's what it's saying. It's saying that bisexual people acknowledge almost two genders, a male and a a cis male, cis female. Well, it actually said that they are attracted to at least two genders. Mm. So if you skip back, you know, 15 years, then they were attracted to all genders. And now there's a shit ton of genders. Not not picking on that. I'm just saying that I'm old and I don't understand everything. No, I think you're just saying that things have evolved since then. Yes, they've changed. Where LGBTQ came, well, LGBT came in to play. B was the one that encompasses both sexuals, I believe, right? Lesbians are females, gays were males, bi's were male and female, and Mm -hmm. transgender were some sort of surgically enhanced person, right? So if you, if you again, go back 15 years, like you said, those were the basis of the, the rainbow, right? Please send all hate mail <laughs> to, to casualswinger.com. <laughs> and the only reason I'm saying that is because for some people like me, bisexuality was the first thing I could think of. I, I never would have thought pansexual, but I also don't want to say I'm pansexual because I don't want someone in transition, if that makes sense. And see, that's why when we're sitting in the hairdresser, I was like, well, holy shit, am I actually pansexual? Because oftentimes, and I think the term sapiosexual is used way too much for a lot of people. I think people find themselves more sociosexual or just sexual, sapiosexual, meaning that you find the intelligence above all, regardless of even the physical attraction to be the most attractive thing on a person. But having said that, I do find that interesting. And so then I was thinking, well, am I bisexual or am I pansexual? Because does it really matter what the person is if I find them interesting and attractive, right? So I wasn't sure. So let me carry on. So it says here, pansexual versus bisexual. Pansexuality and bisexuality are similar but not quite the same. Pansexuality is broader than bisexuality and people who identify as pansexual can be attracted to all genders. Bisexuality is the attraction to two or more genders but not necessarily all genders. People who identify as bisexual may be pansexual but not necessarily. Some people prefer to identify as bisexual even if they may be pansexual simply because the term bisexual is more commonly recognized. What do you think you are, Angie? Bisexual? I still think I'm bisexual. Well, you just said you're not attracted to transgender, I'm which, not, which no, boggled my mind the first time. I was, it seemed like it would be perfect for you. I, I need them a to be on two different people. A beautiful woman with a huge dick. I, mean, I need them to like, be on two different people. Yeah. So, I, and, I, and I'm not discriminating. That's just the preference. So, And I am attracted to um, emotional and intelligence and socio and sapio and all those things. Uh, but I also think it's a combination of things, not just um, one or two things. I'm okay right. with everybody. You're right there with me. I yeah. really don't give a shit what you are. You be you. Right. Don't yell at me if I fuck it up because right. I'm an idiot. So um, do you feel you would be attracted to someone who's pansexual or do you feel like you, you could be pansexual? I'm attracted to women. It's, I don't give a fuck what they're attracted to as long as they're attracted to me and I'm attracted to them. Well, they can. I was going to ask that. Like, so, so if a woman approaches you and says, hey, I'm pansexual or I'm bisexual or I'm straight, does that weigh anything into your mind? Or are you like, I don't care what you do with other people. Like, here's what we're doing today. Does that, do you think about what they like their sexuality in broader terms? The only time it affects me is uh, if I'm planning on me and Angie playing with it. Then I need to know if they're into Angie and if Angie's into them and how that's working. Because we generally don't play separate, so I, mean, I, I kind of need her to be okay with what we're doing. So. All right, take me off the table, though, if it was huh? just you. Oh, I don't give a shit. Okay. I, you could literally be over there having sex with 
not an animal, but I mean, as long as it's over age yeah, and it's human, dude. you have at it, then you come over to me and want to have sex with me. And as long as I'm attracted to you and want to do it, then I'm, I'm fine with that. Okay. What you do without me is not my business. Okay. As long as you're happy. No. Safe. I don't care. As long as they're safe. No, he's not talking about me. He's talking about the other person. Yeah, I, I meant. Yeah. <laughs> the woman. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a good question. So if you're listening and you are bisexual or maybe you were identifying as bisexual and then changed to be identified to pansexual, I would love to hear from you guys. Drop me an email or a voicemail because, I mean, I think we were about a half a bottle in too when the hairdresser brought this up, but I was sitting there and I was like, oh, yeah. This is mind-boggling. It was something that we never thought to ask. Like, we thought we asked all the questions for lifestyle people, but this was the one question that we were like, we can't answer 100% one way or the other. So yeah, and I got a little bit stumped because I was like, I don't, I don't know which one. You know, I used to yeah. say, I used to say that I'm bisexual, but am I pansexual? I don't know. Maybe it's yeah. it's highly possible. So yes, but we really we we tend not to delve too deep in all these uh, labels and all things. these questions because I don't care. You come up, tell me what you are. That's what you are. I'm happy for you. I'll try to help you get laid if that's <laughs> what you want. Well, and so that that for that matter, like if somebody came up to you, you meet and greet and said, hey, Jay, it's my first time here. I'm pansexual. I think that's the time when I think it's super relevant to understand well, what, what, does it that, means. what does that mean to you? Like, actually, no, no, hang on a second. Let's play this out for, for, okay. for me right here. Okay. Kate, you come up to me at one of our meet and greets. You, you tell me what you get ready to say. Anal. Okay. Um, Alan. <laughs> if somebody comes up to me at a meet and greet and tells me they're Whatever the hell they are. Pansexual, transgender, whatever. What They tell me whatever they are. I'll be like, who do you find attractive over here? Who are you liking? And then I would just go up to that, whoever they're, and say, hey, this is so-and-so. They're this. Just point to it, right? Because it's up to them to talk at that point and find out if this person is that or whatever. If somebody comes up to me and says, hey, I'm really into bisexual women. Well, hang on. Let's back this up. Go with our friend Ronnie. Our friend Ronnie really wants to have sex with a girl with a full sleeve tattoo. She loves tattoos. She is in. So every time I meet a girl who's bisexual and has got a full sleeve tattoo and Ronnie's around, I grab Ronnie and bring her ass right the fuck over. So as soon as you tell me what you're into, whether I'm into it or not. We try to, f- we try to accommodate I try to that. Yeah. I don't need to really understand what your whole thing is because I'm not going to grasp it. And if I do, I'll probably forget it in five minutes because I'm... I've had a lot of head injuries. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, I think that I think that pretty much covers the bisexual versus pandemic comic that we have coming out. Can't believe I wrote pandemic. That just goes to show you where my head's at. <laughs> this, you know, we're surviving, guys. We're surviving. Swing I will survive. Swing fashion comics. Hey, yeah. Swing hey. fashion. Shout out to the swing fashion comics. Yeah, you got to do the bisexual and pandemic. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. Have a bisexual fight in a pandemic? Yeah. <gasps> that's actually good. That's a really good idea. So uh, Swing Fashion's comic, if you guys haven't uh, caught up with them, also head over Jane to Twitter. And Jay. Yep. We're going to ask you guys to do a uh, Swing Fashion bisexual versus pandemic uh, column, so that would be great. Okay. My next topic is about post-swinging, post-lifestyle comedowns. The term drop is often used in BDSM, in kink. Because it talks a lot about aftercare, you've had a, a euphoric moment and you're having a low the next day. So you've had all these hormones running through your body and serotonin and everything else. And then the next day you feel a little bit blah, right? And oftentimes it's referred to as a, especially in BDSM stuff, it's a, it's a drop. So I was, I was uh, pondering this the other day as I was sitting there experiencing it. And I said, I'm, I'm sitting here reflecting on how fantastic last night was. And I'm feeling a little blah. It occurred to me that this is a little bit like a BDSM drop and aftercare requirements where such a euphoric state that the next day it's meh. Found this while I was researching. Sex increases oxytocin, dopamine, serotonin, all of which are linked to mood, behavior, and well-being. I'm curious if you guys have ever, after you've played in the lifestyle, been the next day or the next day after and you've been like, eh, a bit blah because you've gone back to normal. Maybe the first few years of our lifestyle I would have this dirty, naughty feeling, but not necessarily care or play. Does that make sense? You felt a, you just felt ashamed of what you did. Yeah, because I grew up, you only had sex with one person like you. I grew up as in a monogamish. Monogamish? Yeah, I'm waiting. got them on the mind. Good I was job. waiting for the You said the people. wrong thing, though. I was waiting for the I, motorcycle I to leave. Okay. Anyways, so I'm, I'm used to growing up where people are monogamous. Monogamous. That, that, that's it. <laughs> Couple, couple margaritas and a glass of wine in. Yeah, and let's do this. All you think about is monogamous. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. That's, that's fair, right? Sure. I feel I, like I, it's fair. Yeah, so, anyways, so for me, post uh, after play, 
uh, would would was the first few years revolved around uh, shame and not necessarily. I didn't feel like I was dirty or anything like physically dirty or physically unclean. I just felt like my mind, my mind, there was something wrong. Yeah. So no, no emotional shift the next day or the day after where you're a bit. Not anymore. Blah. Not anymore. Like maybe when we first started, like I said, but not anymore. Now I'm, I'm, I have learned to she's talking about, segregate the things. She's talking about a high and then the next day you're like a low. Like that, that was so fantastic. And the next day, no, that, 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 that's no, really... no, it has never really happened to us and it never really occurred. I mean, we have the, oh, it's great to relax kind of thing, but never felt um, the opposite, like the opposite of, uh, emotion or the opposite feelings um, from, from a night of play and pleasure to the next day of chilling on the couch to whatever we've just done. It just seemed like a, a natural course. Once again, we're not all that introspective. We've never been. It's not us. And uh, you've seen my work schedule. We, we have, we usually play and then either I'm waking up and still going to work or we play and it's my one day off. So we're not thinking about down. We, the transitions we, while we're sleeping. The transitions while we're sleeping and not conscious, I think. We don't have enough time to stop and think about yeah. this. That's for fucking damn sure. I've seen that calendar. Um, <laughs> You've so, added to our calendar. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's it's vitamin C day tomorrow, by the way, guys. Um, <laughs> it's it's interesting you mentioned monogamous marriage there when you were trying to say monogamous. Yeah, and I saw I'm not I'm still going to say it wrong. <laughs> monogamous, um, which also is a Canadian reference. So I'm going to give myself like a good job backpat there. High five yourself. I put this up on Twitter, and actually, monogamous marriage blog actually responded and said. They do not feel a low, and they said, in fact, it's the opposite. They continue to feel a high for quite some time, and then if they haven't had any kind of swinging lifestyle experiences, that's when they start feeling a low. Yes, that that I can, we can relate to. That we can relate to. So if we don't, if we go like uh, six to eight weeks without having some kind of physical connection with another couple, I think we get that feeling. Yeah, Angie used to say, "I get twitchy." Yeah, Jay used to get twitchy, and I, now I've gotten to the point now where I'm 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 there. It's taken me a few years longer to get there, but he was there way before me. So when Jay gets twitchy, I'm like right behind him. We need a fix. We need a fix. That's when we call Dan and Chrissy. Like, hey, what you guys we, doing tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> well, so it, it is. It was interesting, kind of receiving the responses because some people were like, "No, it's great, no dramas." And then I had 24 responses that suggested everybody has had this experience at one point or another. And the interesting thing that I as I was kind of going through this that I was thinking about is I think it is very different for singles. I think if you have a partner. You might have reconnection sex the next day. You might cuddle with them. You might spend time together. So there's that level of having somebody else, a partner, somebody else around. I think if you're a single, that kind of endorphin difference and everything else makes it really tough to kind of bounce back. That makes a lot of sense, yeah. Yeah, so I can see how that would be harder for people that played maybe and then the next day. Trying to figure yourself out without having that verbal or physical appearance of somebody next to you doing, yeah. yeah. Whatever it is, making yeah. you a cup of tea, getting you some chocolate, I don't know, right. whatever that looks like for you. And so it was kind of interesting that um, I put this up and I said, hey, does anybody experience this before? And like I said, 24 people said, yes, they have. Um, one person said, anytime you get a rush of brain chemicals, there's going to be a crash. So like basically what you said, Jay, what comes up must go down. Um, think of the adrenaline effect on the body itself. The basic effect could take a status quo return to biochemically normal could be taking days. Well, I think when you're talking about this, uh, we're taking it as like uh, sad, like a lull isn't sad. We've been tired, just not the sadness. It's so. not It's not an emotional switch. And that was actually one of the other things that a few of us were talking about on this particular thread was, well, you're also probably tired. So you've got this high in, in euphoric state of just awesome sex that you've experienced the night before. You're probably likely tired. You wake up the next day. You don't have that euphoric state. Your chemicals and your hormones have been all over the place now because they were different last night. And on top of that, you're fucking tired. <laughs> so, so I understand when people would be experiencing this, maybe that's definitely part of it. You're tired and, and everything else. So. I think uh, one of the things that um, I think I could relate I don't know, relate to, but maybe you can, is when we were at um, NIN one year and uh, Mrs. Fu looked at you and said, you're having an adrenaline dump, which simply means that your emotions were on a level that you didn't know how to uh, deal with, and then they crashed all at one time. Oh, yeah, because I was... I was uh, it was actually the first year we met you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When I was riding that high. Yeah. yeah. 
So she, and then you when came down high, really hard. It wasn't it wasn't drugs. We we did we did four we panels. Did, yeah, and we had to be in front of people, and we've never actually done that before. And yeah, and it, it you, you got to raise yourself up. Yeah, you have to because you're you're not just lifting yourself up. You have to increase the intensity of the room. You can't just walk into a room and have everybody blah. You know, so yeah, you're trying to you're, you're trying to lift everybody in this room up with you. Yeah, yeah, and you want so everybody you, happy, you excited. Yourself. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up events because that was actually my next point. Uh, my next question to you was what about a week away at a lifestyle resort, a lifestyle event, a hotel takeover, seeing even lifestyle friends, and then you come home and it's work and cleaning and dishes and feeding the fucking cat who's got devil eyes. She you does. know what I mean? That's so, why her name is Shithead. So, I mean, what about that? Do you feel any kind of – and it could range from things like feeling a little blah to sadness to whatever. Like, do you experience that when you get yeah, home from yes, these, like, yes. days and days of this yes. awesome, fucking excellent, I'm with my people, I'm with my tribe, you know, footloose and fancy-free, and then you come home and it's like, oh. Yeah, yeah, we do feel that, but I don't I don't look at it as a, a maybe maybe a time to relax, regroup, and get ready for whatever may come next. But Generally, we feel exhausted. Yeah, because when we, we, we go back, all out. Like we're, we're at that point, we go right back to work, and then we come home and we go right to fucking we're sleep. Recovering we recovering from are, exhaustion. We are exhausted. Yeah, because we go all out. And like everybody's like, "Oh, you guys could have fun anywhere." And I tell this is a regular statement. It's like we could have fun in a cardboard box. Just give us a fucking box, and we're good for a week. You know. <laughs> so yeah. as stupid as it sounds, is that that's that's essentially the way we are, and we make sure that everybody around us. Around our box, if you got a box around us, you're going to have fun too. <laughs> the, uh, the general statement when we come back from vacation from anybody that does talk to me at work is, why do you look so tired? You just came back from vacation. <laughs> I'm, I'm exhausted. But uh, yeah, after you come back from something like that, you do feel like you miss it. Like going, damn it, I wish I could just be like that all the time. But in all honesty, I, would, I don't want it to be like that all the time because I don't think I have the physical stamina to do that all mm. the time. So it's kind of a reprieve at the same point. So not necessarily a lull and down. It's a more of a reprieve. Okay. Well, another point that with us is we're so open and lifestyle oriented now that yeah. we're not climbing back into a little box either and trying right. to hide everything. Exactly. You guys at least have the, the opportunity to come back and still see your friends and be out. and Even our kids and yeah. grandkids. Yeah. So it's it's like, yeah, they know all where we're going. And so it's it's not like we're coming back to... They were like, oh, like my daughter said today, she said, this is, this starts your crazy six weeks, doesn't it? I was like, yes, actually it does. Mm, yeah. So, exactly. But I do, yeah, I do think that those people that maybe live that, like what I was before with, you know, with my, my work and I couldn't be who I wanted to be. Right. I think if you are using, say that week away at Desire or Hito or Nin or wherever you're going, if you're using that as like your one time to truly come out and be yourself and. I can see why flipping that back on the normality head would really oh, jar a lot oh, of people. Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. It makes you sad as shit. Yeah, yeah. and, that, and that, that, that regard, yes, it does make total sense. But I think now we're probably I've, not the people that <laughs> that, that question is going to relate to. Now, that I've experienced before because we, we used to go to uh, – we used to have vanilla friends when our kids were in school. They, they were actually the – all that yeah. our kids went to school with their their the only mothers we were and fathers is because yeah. we our kids were went to school together and do sports yeah. together yeah. yeah but we'd go to their stuff and then you'd feel down a little bit there because it's like going ah, it's probably gonna be so much better if we were just who you know, we were or you're like going we could be doing something else right now so I can understand going to a lifestyle event and then you come back and your entire life is being Upside bottled down. back yeah. up yeah and I was I was trying to think of ways that you could I, I guess if you if you know this happens to you, then you could plan. But even if you don't know, like I was trying to think of ways to combat some of that. Like, and and crazy as it sounds, I was like, oh, a glass of wine and a bu- like in a in a nice hot bath. You know what I mean? Like, just something that, or go to the gym, or make a nice meal, or whatever. Um, one way to do it is do what we started doing is record a podcast. Um, <laughs> another way to do it would be to a lot journal. Of are doing that. It would be to journal. Um, uh, write things down in a personal journal, not the one that you share with anybody, but just write something down. And it actually gives you something to look back to and maybe look forward to at another time. Um, and record on your phone. I mean, phones are good for everything. You have, there's an app for everything. So, um, I think that would be a way to help, um, with that dump or that lull mm-hmm. that you're talking about. 
um, or find um, a couple of people that you are open with and just schedule dates. Schedule. No, just, just, just talk to them about your entire great week. I mean, yeah, what is it? Yeah. Diffuse, d- d- you know, decompress with them and not your, not necessarily your partner. So decompress yeah. with them and that gives you a little bit more like. Even if you're not having yeah. sex, just, you know, even if there's people you don't want to have sex with, yeah. get together with them for dinner or something and, every other yeah. week or something just so you have somebody to talk to about everything. everything. Yeah. That's true. I it like makes it. makes a difference. Hey, uh, all right. Let's um, take a quick break. Figuratively speaking, you guys are going to sit here. Still, and then we're going to pretend we've been on a break. I'm going to get beer. Oh, we're okay. Gonna, we're going to squirt shit because she's making a lot of noise right now. So we are actually going to take a break. So we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, unicorning around Dallas and what's been happening in our lives and also what Jay and Angie have coming up. It's a lot. I'm looking at the calendar. There's a lot. So, yeah. So we're going to take a break. We'll be back soon. Right, guys. So we're back now. Uh, Jay has his cause light. Angie has a wine. Hey, let's actually, before we... I was going to get into the topic of unicorning around Dallas and what we've been doing for the past couple of weeks and talking about that. But before we do that, what's going on in September, guys? What's happening? <gasps> We're going to go to Germany. <laughs> that didn't sound fucking weird. <laughs> Not creepy? That's so creepy. We're going to go to Germany. We're going to visit our friend, Daryl. I'm going to visit Kate, Kate. I know, so right? Like five weeks. Yeah. Actually, Kate's going to be leaving soon. Well, that's a good topic. Let's actually talk. Let's talk about that. So, so you guys are coming to Germany. Yeah, you're coming. This is your first biggest. Sorry, this is not your first overseas trip, but definitely your biggest. Yes, overseas no, first overseas trip. We've never been overseas. You've been to Jamaica. Yeah, sorry. we had. Yes, that's not overseas. Thank you for saying that. I also think it is. All of you Americans that travel to Jamaica, it's like an Australian traveling to New Zealand and being like. That's not overseas. Yeah, no. Like yeah, it's the East gotta, Island of the Australia. Gotta go um, over the Pacific or over the Atlantic to go overseas. We have. Uh, Okay, so in reality, when you have to use, you actually use your passport, mm-hmm. that's international. So. I know it is. I'm just okay. taking a piss. Yes. Because a lot yeah, of I'm Americans go to Jamaica and, and Mexico, and I'm like... We have been eh. to Jamaica. That was the first time we actually had to have our passport. So, yes, our first big trip is going so to be... you guys were originally booked to come to Oktoberfest, and then they canceled that for two years in a row. But now we're just going to travel and train around um, various European countries, and we will be catching some trains and looking at some castles and drinking all the beer and having all the pretzels. And we'll be visiting... They're well, visiting us. I think they're visiting us. I mean, come on. You come all this way. Well, that's what I meant. I'm sorry. Are we still seeing the hop? Well, we hope so. So, Bedhoppers they, they Podcast. Better confirm. <laughs> Bedhoppers Podcast, if you guys don't know who they are, they are a UK couple that podcast called the Bedhoppers. They live in London, UK, and we are going to try and harass them to come to Germany. But we're looking forward to seeing you. But but in that same vein, I've lived with you now in your two-bedroom apartment for how many weeks? Uh, almost five. What is the one most irritating thing that I do and one the least irritating, most positive thing that I do? Now that you've lived with me for several weeks. Should we converse over yeah, here? Yeah, go on. No, so you you... Tell her what you think. Okay, go on, yeah. Oh, so you get two different answers? Okay, start off with the irritating. Most irritating? You go irritating, then I go irritating. Then we'll oh, okay, it. okay, okay. So we have a plan. All right. So the most irritating thing she does is I'll lock the front door in the deadbolt and she'll come behind me and click it twice. Because <laughs> she didn't just watch me do it two seconds ago. Because I'll hear her on the same thing right <laughs> after me. I'm like, what the fuck? I just did that. So that's the most irritating. Most irritating thing that Kate does is the same thing I've been telling Kate she does for years now. You can't take shit so personal. You just can't, especially if you're going to hang around us and my children. You can't take shit personal because we love you, and that's why we're saying the mean shit we're saying about you. All right, so aside from being very OCD and em- empathetic and being empath. Empathetic, empathetic is correct. Is that what you're trying to say? An empath being would an empath, be. Yeah. yeah. What is a positive? She makes me breakfast. She makes me lunch. <laughs> she she does the things that I don't have to get up and do. Um, positives. There's more positives. Um, she cleans. Yep, she cooks. She makes a hell of a stir fry. I didn't know I liked stir fry. I thought it all contained rice, and it doesn't. So, yeah, there's a lot of positives. Sure, get water. Man, does she make sure you get water. <laughs> She she's the 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 water police in our apartment. Yeah, okay, Angie has been setting up the coffee maker for me. I get up early in the morning, and, and Angie sets the coffee maker, so I don't have to start it. It's programmed that way. I can sleep in an extra fifteen minutes. Yes. All right. So Angie makes sure that's done every day. Since Kate's been here, now the coffee maker is done. 
my mugs are washed. I used to do the dishes. I don't do the dishes anymore. I hate those dishes. <laughs> so basically everything's revolving around food and cleaning right now. <laughs> what else are you supposed to do? What, what, we don't have sex with you. I mean, and you won't walk around topless no matter how I've seen her topless have. several times. So Maybe you should stop asking. Me. Maybe you okay. should stop asking. I just, I'm the <laughs> I'm the one that doesn't want to your tits. Okay. Anyway, anyway. I also have another positive. I have a workout buddy. Fucking amen to that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, besides the food and everything, I mean, you didn't change any aspect of our normal day to day. So yeah, you no. did. You, you're great. You're actually a really good roommate. You didn't keep us from having sex with anybody or anything. No. Nope. Hate to see you go. Well, thanks, guys. It's been um, yeah, it's been interesting. So if you guys are listening and have no idea what's going on, I came into Jay and Angie's life into their apartment, um, which they rent from Shithead the Cat, and um, <laughs> April ninth have ba- yeah April ninth, Florida Houston have basically been here um, ever since. We're getting ready to go down to Miami next week, but pretty much just hanging out. Hey, so. Before you finish. What is the most annoying thing that me and Angie do? Oh, yeah, let's question. reverse what is the this. What you like the most? Oh, wait, if I can kick my feet up on the couch. Let me just get settled in for this bitch. Shit, um, shit. Her eyes got wide on that one. <laughs> that's a good question. I don't know. I mean, it took me a little bit to get used to your eating habits. Yeah, my eating habits are different. So that was interesting. But uh, no, I like it. And also, something irritating. Hmm. Besides Jay walking around naked all the time. Jay's, Jay's lack of eating vegetables uh, irks me a bit. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> I kind of figured it'd be the hacking. And I, I think a positive is like, you know, I play games with you, Jay, and then the video games. And then with you, I go to the gym and run and stuff. So like each of you, we do separate things together, little activities. And I like that. Also, yeah. we totally finished Diablo 3 in like a week. Just so suck it if you're trying to finish that game. We did already. <laughs> because, because we're better than you. That's why. While they play video games, I watch sports. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> a bit of sport watching in my day over the recent okay let, let's talk about what we've been doing i only wrote down a few things because quite frankly there's been there's been a lot like we've been to fucking medieval fairs like there's been that's with our grandkids kate was with us on our first trip with our new grandkids mm, I know. yeah it's like grandparents our new great, yeah all the responsibilities you were a great aunt yeah so she got to experience yeah it was fun and emotional actually and, and so you know we we ended up with four extra grandkids last year Completely unexpected. I would and say about the, October. The September. fifth was born. The fifth was born in July. They are very loved and we uh, like them all. Yeah. Although one of them's a, a bit much. <laughs> he's a talker. <laughs> he is definitely the talker, but he, he's so a great is, kid. This is our first real trip with them where we took them away from their parents and we took them away and Kate was with us. And Well, the boy was yeah. with us, but he didn't parent much. But we've done a lot. So I'm going to go through some of the things that I wrote down as kind of like fun highlights. So I landed in Houston Airport. You guys picked me up. Yep. Customs was really fast, by the way. It was. It was so Kudos good. to Houston. Oh, yeah. If you're coming in international, like New York, and actually in LA, so JFK, LaGuardia, LAX, avoid them coming to Houston. It's so quick. So good. But you guys picked me up from the airport. Uh, Jay, explain what came next. Uh, we went to Bang Bang Social Club. And we, we, uh, I had a couple people that were supposed to be meeting us there. So you had uh, a couple that was supposed to meet us there. Well, we meet John too. Yeah. So yeah, and uh, you know, I, I may have rushed you a little bit, just a little bit, just a lot. So what? You've been flying for you know sixteen, seventeen hours, something like that. Hadn't slept. I don't nineteen. Care. It was nineteen. Nine, okay. Nineteen hours. Uh, I was gonna say closer to twenty, but I I yeah. don't know math. I mean, for anything else, I'd be like, oh, 16 is closer. If if it's flying and nineteen, like just res- respect, please a little. So we we pick her up. We go straight to the hotel that she booked, which was don't let Kate book your hotels. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it was three stars. It was super close to the place. Y'all are bougie. We are. Yeah, yes. we are. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm not, I don't I know. I'm not gonna say we're bougie. We don't book the Ritz Carlton, but I'm I have and Jay knows this and he thought I used to be bad about it. I have a four star minimum. And why didn't you say something? I showed you the place. Uh, because you were very insistent on doing it and I was gonna let you do this. And I'd wanted to take over and you told me, I was like, that is not a chain we wanna be in, but we did it. We stayed. It was okay. We lived. We survived. Right. So three stars in Houston is like a one star anywhere else. Right. Um, <laughs> unless you're in Detroit. Carry on with your story, Jay. So uh, we get to the hotel though, and uh, as soon as we get there, we're like, all right, you need to shower. 
Get changed, and we need to go. Pits and pussies, bitch. Pits and pussies. That's yeah. all I heard. We were about an hour late. We're yeah. No, we were supposed to meet the people at 9, and I told you already that was pushing it, her coming through customs. We ended up getting there at 9.30, so we were about 30 minutes late. It was. It, it ended up being all right because the uh, we walked in, and the couple we were meeting had two other couples with them, and they were sitting with John. And another couple. Yeah, so they were all just sitting there in a group. Chit-chat. Everybody we wanted to talk to was all together yeah. already. And as soon as we walk through, uh, they see us. As soon as we open the door, we walk with Kate. They see us, and the whole table stands up. And then all at once, you hear John go, wait, this is who you're waiting for? <laughs> I fucking love <laughs> it. I thought you were meeting somebody special. <laughs> I did not hear that. <laughs> yeah. He was talking about us. He loves us to yeah. pieces. Yeah. It was quite funny. And then our friends Eminem showed up like maybe five minutes later. Yeah. So it was it was a good it was a good welcoming party. Is that the first time you guys have been to Bang Bang Social Club in Houston? Yes. Yes, yes it is. So if you're listening and you haven't you don't know what we're talking about, so there is a, a bar that John and Jackie Melfi, the owners of Colette, that they have opened, I think 10, 12 months ago now, I suppose. Oh, it's been longer yeah, now right with COVID. COVID. Yeah, COVID it was pre COVID. And um, it is near their Collet Houston location, super close, like just literally walking distance. And it is a bar that is centered around welcoming of lifestyle people, LGBTQI+, basically just to come and meet people in a low-pressure bar environment. So that's what we're talking about, Bang Bang Social Club. It's quite good. I, I like the concept, actually. Yes, it's a very good concept. Um, I did say something to you when I was in the shower because oh, I just got off this 19-hour flight. Well, I, you didn't say. You said you just yelled something out. You didn't after, hear it after washing. <laughs> after flying for nineteen hours, you need to wash your asshole. Mm-hmm. It's like Jay, and I Angie's have to. Reply was I don't remember what we're talking about. Wash your hands after that. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, <laughs> was, she's like, I have to wash my asshole after flying nineteen hours, and I was like, Well, wash your hands after that. <laughs> oh God, I'm I all about. OC- yeah, yeah, I'm all about okay. clean. When we were sitting, when we all were sitting there, we all sat down and started talking with everybody. Um, At the club. All the couples we met yeah. were super nice. We were talking with John a little bit. John asked if we wanted to go feed squirrels. Now, if you don't know, Kate loves squirrels. The only thing she might love more than squirrels are fucking penguins. And John said, hey, do you want to feed squirrels? So I was like, well, what time do you feed the squirrels? And he said, well, we usually feed them around 7 a.m. I went, no. Not fucking happening. And uh, <laughs> Well, those squirrels are going fucking hungry tomorrow. It's, it's, it's like it's Sunday late breakfast. Like that's it was Saturday morning. Yeah, yeah. So I told Justin we can't do that one. And he goes, "Well, how about like eight? Like, we got to be at your place by eight? He goes, Aww, "By eight or eight thirty? Yeah, like, we'll that's be pushing there. it. Yeah. I was like, "We'll be there." And Kate said, "I think I'd like to feed squirrels." She did say that. She was in. Both these girls were not as in at eight in the morning. <laughs> when we needed to wake I up. I think it was seven. You set the alarm for seven. It was, no, fuck, it, it was fucking seven. It was eight. seven in the morning. You right. set the alarm. Like, uh, yes. Listen, 19 hours of flying. So plus, plus getting to the airport, plus a bang, bang. And then, and then a, we have to wake up at seven in the morning. 27, 28 hours <laughs> awake. And then you get me out of bed. Like I, I can tell you it was fucking seven. Cause I rolled over it and I stared straight in Angie's eyes. who was staring at me in the face. And I was like, no, no, she's like, no, I can't do it. I was like, we don't have a choice. Yes. And, well, the only the other thing I said was like, there's no coffee. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then, and then I was really fucking angry. <laughs> we had to get coffee through McDonald's. There's, <laughs> that, there's, that, there's that three-star place in Houston biting me in the ass again. Thanks, Kate. <laughs> anyway. Both these women very upset with me, but I pushed, and I was like, oh, no, get your no, ass No, we said we'd be there. Get fucking Yeah. Get he's very, he's a very go. timely person. If he says he's going to be there, he's usually five minutes early, if not ten. So he's very... You give him a time. He's setting his alarm. We're going to get there. If something went wrong, it wasn't his fault. Well, thank you. We, we fed squirrels. We had um, a vegan breakfast. It was delightful. But the Thursday following, we went to a... Hang on. Yes. We fed squirrels. We fed squirrels. As soon as one squirrel ate out of Kate's hand, Kate started crying. I did not. I don't know what you're talking about. What? She no. Fake news. Yeah, yeah. It's like somebody cut paper cut her or something. She's well, just then- like... Then John about started crying. Yeah, because he's John. <laughs> well, okay, the squirrels were teasing me to begin with. Like they were seriously yeah. uh, like a uh, like a nut tease squirrel way, and they were not going to eat from me. And then finally, whenever but when you guys all left, that was when a squirrel ate from my hand, and it was it was it was glorious. Yeah, 
Okay, let's talk. Let's let's move on. Colette, we went to Colette Dallas on Thursday on a Thursday night. So I just want to just for everybody's just general awareness. Friday land bang bang drive three hours back from Houston to Dallas, and I can't remember what we did on Sunday. Probably shop or whatever. There was well, Saturday we we drove back Saturday. Yes. Saturday night we had our kid. Oh yeah, we did. Patricia, that's when you get to meet Patricia. Oh man, that was so busy. Yeah. Anyway, there was like three or four things, and then we did the Sunday brunch. I got it a little bit out of order, but then we went to Colette, Dallas, and we went to a, uh, a party by a company called Lifestyle Unlimited. I don't know much about them. I mean, I now follow them on Instagram, but um, how did you meet them? What's happened with their parties? Like, maybe just give them a little shout out if anyone's if anyone's in Dallas. So uh, we met them actually at Colette in Houston. Colette Houston's grand opening when I was standing behind them in line. She has an amazing ass. I mean, just a fucking amazing ass. Well, you saw. And I was like, hey. That's gorgeous. You and like you said you said something like I want to bite it or something. Actually, the only reason we're friends is because of John. That is the main. John reason. invited them and us to several things, and we just kept running into each other, and then then we started running into each other. Uh, meet and greets. Because we knew not, each other yeah. now, so we'd see each other and start talking. And they do it. events all the time. They yeah. do. Um, yeah, they do a lot of events. They fly all over the country. Yeah. So they, so they do it on their down weeks when she's working her normal day job, and yeah. then they do this on the side, sure. But, okay, so they ha- how long have they been running for? Do you guys know? I want to say God, six, Thursday, seven years. They've been doing the Thursday thing. For a long time. But yeah, for a long, mm. long time. I, I, if, I, if I could put it's, them just under double digits. Okay. Just under. They throw a party the third Thursday of every month at Colette's house. Yes. Right. And so the company is actually called Lifestyle Unlimited. If you want to follow their Instagram, it's lifestyleunlimited.club2. And the party that we actually went to was the Daisy Dukes and Cowboy Boots. And it was uh, DJed by DJ Fred Benz, DJ Yo Daddy, and DJ Reese. Um, so, yeah, that was at Colette's Dallas. That was um, that was interesting. We, I got We got there really early. So if you actually go to my Instagram page, you can see some video that I took while the club was empty. Right, because no one in there at that point in time, because we got there like super early. But it was good. It was got. I think when did it start getting really? I would say like eleven p.m. midnight was when uh, it really ten thirty eleven. Yeah, ten thirty eleven. Because yeah. it was you know people were kind of coming in and then drifting in, drifting in, drifting in, and then all of a sudden it was like packed at like ten thirty eleven. Eleven probably more packed. Yeah, and we were leaving at twelve. Oh yeah, we were, that was you our were set because Jay had to go to work and I actually had to work too. So yeah, yeah. Well, it so. was a Thursday school night, so. Um, but it was a big. It was a big crowd. How many people do you reckon would have been in the club that night? Mm, I would guess about one fifty. Yeah, an easy, an easy one fifty. That was also my birthday. It, yeah, but yeah, that was it. Was really, really good actually. And I did like the fact that I got a, a shout out for Croatia on the dance floor from the DJ as well. Yeah, you so did. that was cool. <laughs> Let's uh, let's talk about what else we did here. We went. Uh, we had two meet and greets. Which one you probably one was, forgot about? I did forget about one, but we had two. That was the next. Night. The next night was the Friday night. Oh shit! Lifestyle See? unlimited. Fuck. All right. That was so, that Friday. Okay, so yeah. Qu- quickly tell me about the uh, the meet and greets. We did a small meet and greet of our group, which I didn't post publicly. It was just our group. Well, well, we did it just to get a feel about should we start our meet and greets back up on a monthly basis and. Um, we got good. We got good yeah. feedback. So that was that was the premise of the private party group. We didn't expect more than fifty people, so it was just essentially a very small group. I think we ended up like around 50, 55, Yeah, there was maybe one or two singles. I, I liked it. So you guys held it in a private room, and I thought it was really nice, kind of getting out. And we'd obviously in between these, actually, we had our shots as well, and we were unsure about the impact of having our, our vaccine. Oh, yeah, because we had our shot the week before you got here, and then you had yours the Tuesday Tuesday after you got here. So you were three weeks out, and we were going to be four weeks out. So, yeah. yeah. So we didn't know, um, but I, I really liked it. So you guys held that, and then the second, the second meet and greet was just recently at uh, the strip club, right? So yeah, that was our second. That was actually our first official post COVID meet and greet. Yeah, mingler. Yeah. yeah. So if we, if we have to put it out there, that was our first official. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think that was. I think a lot of people definitely. I spoke to a bunch of people, and and again, I think I just had my second shot right a couple of days beforehand. Yes. You had it on. You, you had it on Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. No, she had it on Tuesday. We had ours on Monday. Tuesday, and then we had the, the meet and mingle on the Friday. So, like, both ones, yeah. I just had one of my vaccines. 
So, you know, I'm, I'm in there talking to people and drinking and stuff and talking about the fact that I just had my vaccine and like I didn't know if I was going to get like real sick. But I decided one day when Angie and I were driving that we were all going to be fine and not have any side effects. And it happened. Except for, for about one hour for Jay. No, but I, I, enjoy, I, enjoyed, <laughs> I enjoyed both meet and greets. And it, it still amazes me that on a Wednesday or a Thursday night or a Friday night that so many people will come out and try to mingle. mingle. Like that just astounds me. Wow. It doesn't, it doesn't us anymore. I mean, it used to, but now, and even post COVID, we, we get from what we got on this last mingler at Rick's, we got a lot of feeling of people were finally like, this was like, um, um, not an exhaustive thank you. I'm waxed and waxed and I'm ready to party. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It was a, it was an exhaustive, finally we get to do something and we don't have to worry about blah, blah, blah Mm -hmm. kind of thing. So we had about 120, I think, at our meet and greet. Not our biggest, not our smallest, but it was very, it was a lot more people than we thought, and it was a lot more newbies than we thought. And I I think we've learned over the course of six to eight months, there's been a lot of new lifestylers Mm -hmm. since COVID. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. They haven't actually done done anything. Not not as far as sex. I mean, they haven't went out. Yeah, they haven't mingled. They haven't, yeah. Because that's the thing. They've, They've spent this entire time researching it. Yeah. So now they're ready to actually get out there and explore and see what it's all about. And yeah, I think you had, you you guys had, and I want to say it's similar to PCAP, maybe 30%. Yeah, it was very, it, but the high, the percentage of it, it, w- it wasn't the number of people, it was the time span. Oh, yeah. Because normally new people, they show up in a span of, we have it three and a half hours, four hours, and you get every 15, 30 minutes, you know, whatever. Everybody showed up like up front all at once. We also saw that one attractive couple. The only time we ever see them, they live around here, but the only time we ever see them, Kate in the area. Oh, yeah. So we, we've seen them at both times we've been to collect with Kate. Yeah. And then they came back to the mingler. This is the first time they've been to one of our minglers. Kate was here. He's like, no, that ain't the reason. I'm like, oh, bullshit. We only ever see you Kate. <laughs> she's, a, she's a little Hispanic or Indian, right? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely a very hot couple. So the interesting thing about that, and I'll probably get into this in another episode, but being a unicorn at these events, you're being hit on by somebody at the bar, they're hitting on you, and they're like talking to you, and they're hitting on you. It's obvious. And then they're like, where's your partner? And you're like, he's in Croatia. Wait a second, you're here on your own? Yes, I'm a unicorn tonight. Light bulb. Really? And then it's like hitting on times 10. Yeah, yeah, the tones change. Tones oh, yeah. change. Hugely interesting, and I'll probably, like I said, podcast about that at another time. Sunday drag show. I really want to talk about this. Thursday collect, Friday meet and greet, Sunday, Sunday drag show. Angie, tell us about the drag show. Oh, so the drag show, we learned early. How far well, you got to walk to the drag show? Quarter of a mile. Across the street. It's quarter of a mile. You asked me how far. I'm a literal. Yeah, I'm just saying, it's across the okay. street. Okay. So, quarter of a mile. But we went, me and you, by ourselves in March. We had a blast. It was just me and you. We got, I got sunburned. You got sunburned. We had a blast. And we were inside. And so, the next time we were going, we're like, we're definitely going to get, reserve a table, be outside, and be all in the mix. So, we reserved a table for 8 to 10 because we were like, we're going to invite all of our friends and do this and blah, blah, blah. So, it ended up being me and you, our daughter... Her boyfriend, Tripanda, Tripanda, and the reason he's called Tripanda is because he's black, Hispanic, and white. She calls him a Tripanda, and her dog, our daughter's dog, our grand pup, Kaiju, dressed up. In- yes, we well, dressed. I, okay, I was going to say, can you please explain Tribe like we squatted up? We did is we invited also Patricia, which is our new van- vanilla friend who uh, lives in our complex. Our, yeah, she's a sixty-one-year-old lady and fucking a blast. Yeah. So. She also knows a lot about trivia, so please don't play Jackbox trivia with her. Just, I'm just warning you right now. So this is who all went. It was me, Angie, Kate, Patricia, Tripanda, and our daughter. We all went across the street to the drag show, and we all squatted up, which we all got rainbow bandanas, rainbow bandanas stuck on us or hung on us, and nobody had a choice. If, no. if you were going with us, you had to put this shit on. You were squatting up. Yeah. We're going to thank the Desi and... Desi. Yes. They're the ones that started that shit. Yeah. At BBB with you. Lucy so, and Desi started the squatting. So when we were going, we started to squat up our daughter's dog, who she takes with him everywhere. It's her uh, therapy and dog. What he, he's an emotional support animal. He's yes. he's therapeutic and he's licensed. Yeah. So yeah. what our daughter did is she went into Angie's dress-up stuff for uh, the uh, pride parades. And, and yeah. she got out like Angie's uh, tutu thingy. 
and it's stuck a, it's it around a bustle, the doll. not and a tutu. Yes. Two or three different uh, bandanas on the. So he was rainbowed up. He was getting a lot of attention. I was going to say he was he was definitely like the the drag performance was amazing, but I feel like second in line was Kaiju. Yes, he and he's very well behaved for his size. For. For just general audience, yeah. you know, being yeah. excited. Yeah, so we squatted up. But I, I like the drag show. That was great. It was. We broke several cherries because you had never been to a drag show. Well, you had been with us. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking that back. But Kelsey, Tripanda, and our friend had never been to a drag brunch at all or drag show. So we essentially, as our friend popped said, popped all their cherries. It was great. I really I really enjoyed it. And actually, if you guys go on my, um, I think it's my Instagram feed, you can see photos and you can see what we tagged. Because apparently it's the biggest uh, drag show in Texas, if I'm not wrong. <sighs> I, I don't, I, I don't Dallas, know. Maybe. Maybe Dallas, Fort Worth area. There was a band. It, it there. blew the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. It, it, did, really, it really did. Because when me and Jay went the first time and the, the month before, it was just one show for three hours. When we had to reschedule and when we had to reserve, it was two separate shows for an hour and a half. Mm. So they have expanded to where they they were running out of room, and you saw it was packed. Oh, and yeah. we were at the second show, and that's what I saw. I can't remember if it was Twitter or Instagram I posted it on, but um, I took a photo of the banner that did say it was either Texas or Dallas's like biggest. Yeah, we should comment real quick. This is at the uh, Toyota Music Factory, and the Reservoir Bar is the one that yeah uh, yes. the drag show. That's because they were the ones that accepted them when they didn't know this shit was going to work or not. Exactly. And it's super cool. So, yeah, definitely um, I'll pop that in the show notes as well. Before you stop completely, I want to say one thing. We've had Patricia over to her house several times now uh-huh. when you've been here. Yeah. And she's met you several times. We've right. been over to see her. Yeah. Hung out with her a lot, right? Yeah. Uh, the other day we had Patricia over for dinner. She she was watching Kate and Angie in the kitchen doing something or another. So mm-hmm. Patricia leans over to me and she goes, she's leaving soon? Because... Yes, I don't live here. (laughs) We've known Patricia about a week and a half before Kate moved in here. Yeah. Really. Yeah. So so pretty much every time she's hung out with us, she's seen Kate. She knows me. Yeah. So she looks over with Kate and Angie having fun in the kitchen doing something or another. And she goes, she's leaving soon? And I was like, yeah. She's like, in two weeks, she's going to be gone. Patricia goes, I'm going to miss her. Mm. I was like, yeah. You know what? I I miss you too, Patty. Um, okay, so as we get ready to wrap this podcast up, we've spoken about, you know, uh, the whole vaxxed and waxed uh, situation. We've spoken about the bisexual versus pandemic, not really, uh, pansexual, and uh, and also coming down post-swing. Before we leave you guys, though, what we do have coming up, we are actually heading down to Houston tomorrow, and we are hosting a meet and greet at Bang Bang Social Club, and then we're going to the Eye Candy Party on Saturday. So we're going to be back podcasting a review for that, I reckon, after we go to the event. Sure. Yeah, why not? It's uh, I'm looking forward to this eye candy party. I've heard a lot about it. People seem to rave about it. Oh, yeah. It's supposed to be a fucking hell of a party. It's supposed to be a great time. So I'm really looking forward to that. So I will be, uh, yeah, let's come back and we'll update you guys on what happens at our Houston meet and greet and eye candy. Uh, also, I slept with a guy here while I was in Dallas. It was great fun. Thanks very much for listening. This has been uh, Kate and... Angie and Jay. From The Average Swingers. And uh, thanks very much, guys. Tune back in soon. I don't know why I'm saying that. I'm just, at this point, I'm just rambling. Angie just filled my glass up with wine. I'm going to go drink that. And uh, life is short. Party naked. Party naked.